Hello, everyone. Welcome along to another episode of Championship Drill with myself, with Phil, and with Jerry. Uh, the last one before the international break. So, um, good one, though. A good show coming up. A lot of talking points yesterday. Um, and then, sadly, an international break to, to end all the momentum the league has built up. And some clubs will love us, other clubs won't. And we can talk about that as we go along here as well today. Um, 11 games in total yesterday. Four of them were played because there was an FA Cup game. In the FA Cup match, and they got they got beaten in that one, hammered by Southampton, so they're out of that now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose some clubs won't mind the international break. Other clubs are going to be dreading it, especially some of the bigger clubs, the likes of Norwich, we can come on to later, who have a lot of international players that'll be leaving. Yeah. Um, so we'll wait and see. Um, we moving. I suppose we may as well start with the early kickoff yesterday. Brentford, Nottingham Forest, one one in this one. Brentford two points drop. Great performance by Brentford. Really, um, you know they looked like they were trying to hit Forest on the break almost. Yeah. Throughout the game, but they made one mistake at the back, and Forest took advantage of it. Credit Forest for that. And uh, yeah, so it finished 1-1. The lead, I suppose, came through Tony penalty after he was fouled himself. Very soft. That was very soft, yeah. I mean, he was grabbing him, all right, but there's not enough to bring someone with Tony's strength to the ground. Oh. Anyway, he took the penalty away. 28 goals now for the season. Wembo had a chance that he dragged wide. And uh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. He should have scored that in Wembo. That, that, yeah, that, was, that was a shocker. Yeah. Bad, bad miss. Um, Kravanovic then equalised after it was a mistake by Winston Reid at the back, really. Failed to deal with a cross. Um, Chris had a shot deflected wide. And uh, yeah, that was about it. I think Gados had a one that went wide as well with the, uh, with the keeper beaten. And Christie made another block as well. From I, uh, I worry for Brentford, Steve, with that yeah. result. Yeah. Really do. With, I know they have a game in hand, but I think that's the turning point. I yeah. think that's... That's the second spot gone for him. I really do. I think the fact they obviously have a game in hand, but Watford are kind of so far ahead now in second. They needed they needed six points from from the game in hand and and you know to beat Nottingham Forest. I think now they're in a playoff battle. You know what I mean? And you just don't know like with the heartbreak of last season, you don't know is that going to be it? Like yeah, sadly, I actually I, I I don't like Watford because of all the stuff that went down with them, but they're going to finish second. Yeah. Yeah, but like we said about Watford already, um, and we can come to it again later when we talk about them, two tough games to end the season for Watford. They're away to Brentford and then home to Swansea. So, yeah, you know, yeah. still, you know, tough games for Watford. They could easily lose both of those. Well, yeah. they can come back after the international break and lose as well. So. That's it. That's it. I mean, they're on a good run. Norwich were on a good run. Like, Barnsley on a, were on a good run up until yesterday. You know, the international break, who knows? Yeah, it's it's yeah. As I said, it's it's I I Brentford are my team this year. I've enjoyed watching them all season. I think they're in trouble. I think the fact that um they're fourth, they have a game in hand. Obviously, they can leap into um into third. But look, it's it's um yeah, they're in they're not in trouble. Obviously, but look, I don't think they're going to get that second spot. No, but if they can keep that gap to about you know three four points before they play Watford, yeah, that that could be a huge game, second last game of the season. Yeah, definitely huge. Um, but overall, I thought Forest played, you know, like after the Norwich game, they were so much better. Yeah, a lot better, a lot better. But it was almost like Brentford let them have the ball. Yeah, they I still can't believe that missed though. That that mid where he hit it off, he should. There was no keeper. He should. Score. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Christie, great defending by Cyrus Christie actually looked really good for Forest yesterday. 
he's been he's been very good. Like Christie, Christie's probably still still got the you know what I mean the the standard of playing the Premier League. You know, he he's yeah. I think he was with Fulham for a while, and I know he might have been at Derby or somewhere. But he like Christie's a good player. Like you know, he's always done well in the Irish shirt too. Um, did, did Garner get mad at the match? Yeah, I think he might have done. Yeah, he was quite yeah. good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but like I said, two points dropped. Forest. Any point down there at the bottom is going to help them at the moment. Yeah. Because yeah. we'll come to that. Uh, the next two matches, there was some crazy movement down at the bottom that's going to really drag teams into it, I suppose. So we might as well start with Barnsley. A rare defeat these days, but you know, really, really determined Sheffield Wednesday. They had two shots on target, two goals. Um, big derby game, obviously, this one as well. Uh, not much distance between Barnsley and Sheffield. Rhodes gave Wednesday the lead from Bannon's cross. Bannon very good as well yesterday. Yeah. And he tapped in the second after nice work from Windass. It's his first time Rhodes has scored two goals in a game in over two years. And then Morris pulled one back for Barnsley with 12 minutes left and they had a late free kick that uh, uh, their captain Moat hit that went just over. And I suppose, Phil, you'll be delighted that his red card from the other night was crossed. Yeah, and they were scandalous decision. Yeah, but so, the thing is, like Jordan Rhodes, like he came up, like they were saying he would be the next Alan Shearer for years. Yeah, yeah. Like, but now he's starting to score. So Wednesday now are actually the most dangerous team down there. They are because they're. They, we we look at it um, here now, and we see three big points, obviously for them. They're six points from safety with a game in hand. Yeah, yeah. So they win that, they'll be three points behind Birmingham. And like you said, if they can start winning a couple of matches, it can all turn around very, very quickly. But the thing is, not many of them have goal scorers like, and he's no. he's been. I think he scored as well in the last game. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you look, if you look at the goal difference, right? Obviously, you're looking at the bottom four, right? Like Birmingham are minus twenty two on the goal yeah. difference, where you know, yeah, Sheffield Sheffield Wednesday are nineteen. So like, it's they're they're kind of the equivalent. But like, what's annoying me about the whole thing, lads, is that like Rotherham have. Four games in hand. It's yeah. it takes yeah, the yeah. balls a little bit. Like you're looking at that table, right? You know, yeah. Birmingham are just above them. Obviously, Wednesday are below them. Yeah. So you know, you have to really look at Birmingham, Coventry, and Derby. In, They're all in trouble. Yeah. Where where Rotherham, if they win two two games, they leapfrog all them teams. So yeah. it's 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 for for a spectacle, it's not great. But yet again, you know, it's it's Wednesday could still they could still survive. You know what I mean? It's it's like they had a point deduction and there was things there. I know your mate Steve is obviously a big Wednesday fan as well. Like, but it would be a catastrophe if they got relegated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at and the like pictures it. there, right? And they yeah. showed all the April, all all their April games for Radrum. There's yeah. nowhere Coventry can play them. You know, there's like there's no gap. They need yeah. to play Coventry. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I was like half joking that they may end up playing a game every day for the last week of the season. Yeah, it just it's 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 never happened before. We've never ever seen this. In in uh, in football, where there's a team that have four or five games in hand, it's never been done. Like it's, you know I mean, I could be wrong. Though. Like maybe maybe back in the fifties and the forties when the war 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 was on and all that, you know, I don't know. Like, but it's 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 just it, it takes them. You know what I mean? It's it's you're looking at that bottom table and you're normally sweating. You, you know, you have a few bets with the lads and stuff. You cannot bet because they have four games in hand. It's just, it, yeah. it's it's hard to talk about really. Like, and their and their away performances are unbelievably good. Yeah, yeah, like and it's, I want them, I want them to stay up. I really do. But when I look at Coventry and I look at teams like you know Sheffield Wednesday and all these teams, like Coventry is a team I want to stay up. But yeah, like, I think they will. I mean, you just don't know what's happening. Like, it's mad. 
it's it's going to be mad down the bottom. I wonder, is it going to, like you said, Phil, it's hard to fit in four extra games for them. Well, no, they, I was looking at it because they, I was watching Quest that they actually brought it all up where they're actually going to play them. But it was the commentary game they couldn't fit in. But that's what I'm wondering. And if another game gets called off for whatever other reason, like Rotherham could end up playing a game or two after everybody else has finished the league. Yeah, but yeah. They, were, they were actually saying that that's not allowed. Last yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But it's, they, they have to figure out a way. They can't have them play four games in a week. They might be playing. I mean, it might be a case of a Friday, a Monday, and a, and a Friday. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see where they try and fit them in. Um, we should try and get a statement from Rotherham to see what the story is. They might be able to, uh, yeah. might yeah. be able to know what's actually happening because look, DFA could just turn around and say we're going to avoid them. <laughs> Don't give a shit. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Not true. It's mad. Yeah, it's a strange one. I don't strange. think we'll ever see this situation ever again. No, it's shortened season as well, so, you know, yeah. Yeah. less yeah, chance. No, they, were, they were saying that they're not allowed to play any of the games in the game last yeah. night. Yeah, they, they say that, but then things change as they've had to do this season, yeah. um, even though they're not really allowed to do it. If, if Rotherham end up getting, you know, two more games postponed for whatever reason, if one of the teams they're supposed to play gets covid Outbreak or something, yeah. You know, you're going to have to fit them in somewhere. It's going to be interesting to see because it is like Jerry said down the bottom. You have no idea what's going on. You've got to almost count it that Birmingham are the team in the bottom three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so while we're talking about Rotherham, might as well talk about their game yesterday. Good two 0 win away from home. Like you said, Phil, they're good away from home. Yeah, I know um, they're, they're two goals. They uh, suspect depending. A little bit suspect depending. Yeah, uh, I suppose we talked about it on Friday that. If Rotherham scored first, they'd have a good chance because Bristol aren't really playing for much. Yeah. And yeah. um, Bristol, nice short corner routine between O'Dowd and Walsh almost led to the opener. Woods got rid of that. And uh, then Wells fired one over. And that was probably as good as it got for Bristol. Um, dominated the ball, did nothing with it. Rotherham had 25 positive tests in the last few weeks. That's mad. Which is mad, isn't it? Um, it took the lead against the run of play, really, when Smith rose to meet Harding's cross. And uh, like we said, like we mentioned there, they scored first. They had a good chance. In the second half, they were a lot better. Um, Michael Lahike getting the goals for them. I suppose Wells had an effort to go over. And uh, Smith almost got a second for Rotherham as well, but he hit the side netting. I think Bristol C now just want to get to the end of the season and get two players. Yeah, yeah, it seems that way. It seems that way. They'll be, they'll be, the manager will be happy enough at the first half, but not so much the second half. Yeah. And, um, like we we talked about, Rotherham have to win their games in hand. There's no point in having games in hand if you don't win them. Exactly. But to win yesterday when Birmingham lose, I mean that that's massive because now the gap is three points with four games in hand. Yeah. So uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, interesting. I think the international break good time for Rotherham so that they can get over this COVID outbreak. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And like you said, Bristol are just, you know, trying to play out the season, really, and yeah. rebuild for next year. Exactly. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, then we move on to nil all draw. Two teams really down at the bottom as well. Coventry and Wickham. This is very, very bad game. Wickham are 11 points from safety. And Coventry are four points above the drop, which is only one point better off than Birmingham. Uh, Coventry probably the better of the game. They had more possession. They had the better chances. Hammer put one wide when he really should have scored. He should have scored, yeah. And Biamu pounced on a bad mistake at the back, and he kind of hit it more or less straight at Stockdale. 
yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't a great game. I think Wickham nearly nicked it at the end. It is, yeah. Um, but not a lot to say about that one, really. Not a draw doesn't really do either team any good. No, no, no. Just being, um, as you say, look, when you, when you put the two teams on a, on a piece of paper, like, you know what I mean? Coventry have been a more attacking team where Wickham haven't really rolled over all season. Like, they've been, you know, there's been a couple of thumpings, but look, I think Coventry mm. will be gutted that they, they didn't come away with the three points given such a vital stage of the season. Um, Wickham, realistically, I think, you know, they will go down, unfortunately, you know what I mean? Um, you know, they've had a, I wouldn't say a decent season, but look, They've not been trashed and they haven't been, you know, kicked about. So it's um, it's a shame to see them go back down to League One if that happens. But you know, their losses have actually been two one or one nil. Yeah, we would. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're probably the unluckiest side in the championship this season. If we spoke about that, you know what I mean? It's it's something that we've reflected on in so many episodes. But yet again, you know what I mean? Coventry have been brilliant. I, I, I want to like I want to see Coventry stay up. Um, this whole Rotherham thing that we spoke about there moments ago. That's it's ah. Oh, it's so, awful for Birmingham and, and Coventry and Derby to look at that and say, look, they have four games in hand. We don't know what's going but on. But last season, it was similar. Like, there was big controversy as well. They were all waiting for the the points to come in. From Wednesday, yeah. yeah. That, that eventually kept Burnsley up, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Look, 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 look there. <laughs> <laughs> next year. Whoa. <laughs> um, but if you think about that with, um, with Wickham, though, like, they'll keep most of that squad together, you'd imagine. I oh, yeah. Go back to Definitely, yeah. And Rotherham have kind of been a team that have kind of gone up and down a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. And maybe Wickham can be that kind of a team that, you know, need to I maybe think... get back up next season, maybe the season after, and then just try and survive then yeah. when they're a bit better equipped for it. If, they, if, if, if Rotherham can survive, like with the players they have, that young product, like, you know what I mean? And Benny coming back, Salier, you know, obviously kind of trying to get back to full match fitness, they, they could be, yeah. you know, be up. You know what I mean? Top half of the table, but look, it's it's. You know what I mean? They they have these games in hand. If they can do something with them, brilliant. You know what I mean? But we don't know how they're going to be playing four games in a week. You know what I mean? That's that's the way it's looking. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we move along to you know Middlesbrough chasing that playoff place. Bad result for them at the last one nil to Millwall. A Hall OG. Uh, Wallace put the cross in. Hall turned it into his own net. Uh, Wallace had a great chance before that. Benton lead um, with a save. Burrell responded well. Savile had an effort block. Paddy McNair had an effort that was uh, well saved by the keeper. McNair has been very good going forward recently. Um, then Bentonelli made another good save from Bo Darson uh, to deny Millwall 2-0. But then Akpom, Balassi, Fletcher, Watmore, they all had good chances for Burrell, but half chances really. So good win for Millwall, who looked like, you know, clearer too, like we've always said, they could be dangerous. Millwall yeah. are only 10 points off the playoffs, but they've drawn 16 matches this season. Like, yeah. they must really be thinking this could have yeah. been so much better. Burrow now six points off the playoffs with eight games left. Yeah. So they're going to have to win at least six or seven of those last eight games, you'd think. And I can't they, see that happening. Yeah, they, they took a good um, a good gamble on Troy Parrott, lads. Look, Troy Parrott's a great player. And obviously, when he went to Millwall, or say, like, you know, this guy's going to score goals. Unfortunately, it didn't happen for him, but if if Para happened to get like eight or nine goals, they, they'd probably be in the playoff right now. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to stop or give a manager a shite when you're drawing no. games a lot because defensively they're probably one of the best in the championship. But it's it's one of them things you need res- you need results. You know what I mean? And just yeah. saying a fragment sake, if Troy Parrott was shooting and he was scoring goals, then you know yeah. Millwall would be definitely in the top half. 
You know what I mean? No doubt about it. Did sorry, I mean they'd be in the playoff. It's it's yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sure, like turn about five with those wins from the draws. Do you know what I mean? And they're yeah, they're they're sixth or seventh yeah. if you if you were to do that. Like it, I, no no one flinched in regards to Troy Parrott. When Troy Parrott went there, lads, we all said it, he's gonna score goals. So look, yeah. it, it's just one of them things, it just didn't work yeah. out. And work out. you know what I mean? They'll be back with a, a proper striker, you know, next season. Not saying that Troy Parrott's not a proper striker, he's war he's he's a worldly, but look, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And if you look at Burry though, when Warnock came in, like his job was keep him up. Uh, last season basically and this year going into the start of the season that would have been kind of the aim would have been to kind of end up mid-table would have yeah. been a good season for Borough yeah. so the fact that they are pushing for the playoff just shows like what an achievement it really has been since Warnock took over yeah. Unreal Unreal Still you know one of the greatest English managers ever like I've seen a statistic the other day that there's never been an English manager that's won the Premier League right you know what I mean yeah. it's, it's put Warnock in the Premier League with Borough and they'll win the Premier League He's that kind of a guy, you know what I mean? He's he's a Bobby Robson, do you know what I mean? Um, he's he's just legendary when it comes to managers, you know what I mean? This guy. And he was saying something about he regrets not joining Chelsea years ago. Yeah, yeah he yeah. just he's 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 an elite lad. Look, Warnock's up there with Wenger. He's up there with Robson. Do you know what I mean? He's up there with Brian Clough. Like to me, he's he's an all-time great. Like he's the, probably the greatest manager now. Then that's alive right now. That's managing still. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and always good for an interview. Unbelievable yeah. popcorn galore, yeah. you know. Even even at his age, though seventy two or whatever he is, he he still has some energy. Go back yeah. there to try Paraguay. Move on. He's no goal. He had no goals for Millwall. No yeah. goals, yeah. and I think he scored one since he's gone to Ipswich, he which was essentially. Yeah, yeah. Listen, football is crazy, but. When, when, as you say, lads, when we go to Millwall, when they signed Troy Parrott, we all said, that's a great move. Look, this yeah. guy's going to bag in 10, 11 goals. If, if Parrott scored 11 goals, yeah, yeah. Millwall would be in a playoff spot right now. They were just lacking that striker, yeah. you know what I mean? And like yeah. you said, sometimes you have a guy that can't stop scoring underage. And when they make into the senior team, something just doesn't click for them. Yeah. I think you even look at the likes of was it Brewster that Liverpool sold to Sheffield United? I don't think he scored a goal for them in over 30 matches. But just one, yeah, yeah. He, just he's continue, like, just yeah. continue with Troy Parrot there at Ipswich, right? Paul Cook just took over. Ipswich, yeah. So he might get the best out of him. Yeah. Someone, someone, like he's got all the ability. It's just maybe it's a confidence thing. And Mourinho, you know, shy to him. Mourinho's yeah. probably dabbling everyone's confidence. Maybe. But... <laughs> Who knows? As, as you say, guys, it's it's Millwall are a great team, right? They've been frustrating to talk about all season because we know how good they are. Defensively, they yeah. are unbelievable. But as you say, Steve, you know what I mean? It's just that, that that final product up front was not there. They took a big gamble, you know what I mean? And in areas, it wasn't a gamble. Troy Parrott, was, he was destined yeah. to score goals. He could go back there in two years and score goals, but it just didn't happen this time around. Yeah. And, you yeah. know what I mean, they've been very unlucky. Very unlucky, yeah, yeah. Um, he never really got going, I think. The injury kind of stalled oh, him a little he, bit. he only played like 12 games as well. Yeah, I yeah. think he got injured, didn't he? Very early on there and yeah. didn't miss yeah. a lot of yeah. the start of the Still season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we move on then to the league leaders. Norwich drew yesterday with Blackburn won all. Norwich had not won 10 games in a row for 35 years coming into this one. And they had nine in a row coming into this, so... Sadly, they couldn't uh, make it 10 in the a row. The manager was not happy with how they played yesterday. No, they weren't brilliant. Um, no. McLean gave four, them... Four of them didn't take chances and they were trying to pass it in. It was yeah. one of those. Yeah, McLean um, 
gave them the lead and it looked like they were going to win because they, they looked very good. Cantwell hit the post. Like you said, Kaminsky made one of the saves of the season to tip Benet a shot onto the bar. Oh, so yeah. I can understand the manager not being happy, but I mean, you don't get saves like that every day. No. Um, Blackburn a bit better today, though. I mean, recently they've been kind of a bit, you know, going through the motion of the season coming to an end. Um, they tested Crawl a couple of times. I think Elliot was on the bench. He came on. Really, really nice free kick. Yeah. Uh, that he took for Sam Gallagher, back post, defending absolutely questionable at the back post. I think there was two of them on him. Yeah. And I don't even think they jumped with him. No, no. Uh, he, and he didn't even jump. He just kind of just headed yeah. in. Yeah. So I'm sure the manager was not happy with defending for the Blackburn equaliser either. Um, Norwich, a point lead at the top, um, despite the draw. Late chances to win it again. Beneda, Puki, Stipperman, they all had good chances. But I suppose Blackburn, young side. They'll probably want to end the season on a high because they're young players to give them a bit of confidence for next season. Um, Norwich, though, um, Giannoulis and Ben Gibson both went off with injuries. The Gibson one in particular looked nasty. And like we said earlier, Norwich have a lot of internationals going away now as well. So yeah. um, they'll be hoping that most of them come back fit and healthy and ready Quite to go for the run. that they don't uh, ban them because a lot of Premier League teams are not allowing their players to go mm-hmm. abroad. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it depends on the games they're playing as well, aren't they? Like Ireland are playing World Cup qualifiers, aren't they? Well, it's the, I think it's the United League. The Nations League. League qualifier things. They have like it's Serbia and whoever else they're playing. Luxembourg. Um, Luxembourg, yeah. I mean, Jesus. Luxembourg. If they can't score goals against Luxembourg, they might as well retire. They'll probably lose against Luxembourg. And they've quit here then in the which I, I don't understand this friendly at all. The friendly is ridiculous. Adding in a friendly when they're playing two games that are kind of semi-competitive matches, you'd say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other two, the friendly matches make no sense because you're going to have players playing three games in a week yeah. for, their in- for their country, which is madness. Absolute I know they probably play like Cueven Kelleher in that game. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I think they have to. I, yeah. think, I think there's injuries, isn't there, goalkeeper for, for Ireland? West, Westwood was obviously we're going to go to, like Westwood was the guy that was that was supposed to come in. Yeah. I think he's got a broken rib or something. There's some injury there. There's something anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's as you say, it's like a friendly makes no sense given 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 the fact we've had a lockdown, a pandemic, no real preseason, rush back into the league. You know, we're going to see all these players retire in their early in their early thirties. I'm telling you, it's grueling. Do you know what I mean? They need a proper proper wind down this summer. And they're not going to get that, you know what I mean? Because a lot of guys are going to be off playing in, in the Euros, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, you know what I mean? And then they'll have three weeks after the Euros and the leagues are back, so... Yeah, frightening. Yeah, yeah. Frightening. No, they get paid well, lads. Don't get me wrong. They're on great money, like, you know what I mean? But, yeah, it's... It's, yeah. it's going to be a strange one. It's going to... And I suppose we hope all the players come back fit and healthy. You never know. We move on into Preston. Um, oh, jeez, poor This Preston. is actually weird, though, because they, they have a one in ten games. Yeah, like we said, they won 3-0. That we can remember and everyone thought, oh, they've turned the corner and they haven't won since. But they're now nine points off relegation. Yeah, I mean, it's trouble. Um, I know Jerry was caught... Like Rodham and Birmingham win their games. Like, they're in trouble. Yeah, like I know Jerry was calling for Collins to play. He didn't start, but they did play the two up front yesterday. Um, Collins came on. Uh, Dewsbury Hall had a shot that was saved with a keeper. Collins was there for the rebound. Rounded the keeper slot. By the way, he meant that while he done there. Oh, he did, yeah. He, he totally meant it. Yeah. Um, it was a really nice finished way he took it. Um, 
So he gets an away goal for Luton. They don't score yeah, many away exactly. goals. He went down as an OG. Yeah, nah. I give that to Collins all the, all day long. Um, they yeah they don't score many away goals. So but they always win one nil, don't they? They they get a lot of one nil wins. They're tough to beat at home. Um, but if you look at it, very very solid season. They have fifty points with a game in hand over most teams above them. I think they could go level with Millwall if they win the game in hand. Um, really, really good season for Luton. Yeah. yeah Nathan Jones is a great manager. Like, yeah. Great manager. Yeah. And lads, don't get me stacked with Preston. Seriously, like, you know what I mean? It's, I, it's... I don't think there's any more. People can just listen back to every other podcast in the last five or six weeks because yeah. it's, it's been the same story every week with them. Uh, Maguire it's came on to late sub. He had a shot from tight angle and then Potts had one that was easily saved as well. Um, or the Maguire wouldn't say if Potts would have been there now till the end of the season, sadly. Yeah, but he's he's got to go. The fans were not happy yesterday, not even in the losing, it's just they don't look like they're going to win a game. Yeah, no, and no. there was fans yesterday worried saying if he stays, we're going to be relegated. And like you said, Phil, they're nine points from relegation. But if the lads start winning games down the bottom, they're in big trouble. They could be. Like, if you look four games time, if, if Preston, say, only pick up one draw in those four games, and the other start, lads start winning two or three, suddenly you're three or four points above relegation. I know they have 44 four points. points I know they have 44 points, and that's usually enough. Yeah, but not necessarily in the championship. It depends how it goes, you know? Like yeah, four Yet again, look, they've given me a headache all season. Um, yeah. And, you know what I mean? I love the club to bits, given the whole Irish connection, yeah. car connection. Um but like they're just all over the shop, yeah. all over the shop. It's they're not getting hockey. Do you know what I mean? It's just these one little defeats, two little defeats, two ones. Alex Neil always said it, great manager, but look, he's just not meant to be at Preston. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 not working out for him. Um, I know Alan Brown was missing. Um, do you know what I mean? That's a big that's a big loss there. Obviously, do you know what I mean? Va- like Vanderberg is is a decent player. But, like, you know what I mean? When you look at the likes of Maguire on the bench, you know, Andy Gordon, not taking nothing away from him. Like, you know what I mean? He's a good young lad. He's going to be good. Like, Daniel Johnson, Chad Evans, Scott Sinclair. Like, Sinclair, lads. Like, you know what I mean? What a grace. What a fall. Like, you know, for a fella that was at Man City, you know, dominant at Celtic. These guys are not pulling away. Like, Brad Potts, decent. You know what I mean? Maguire came on. But look. Well, like, what can you actually see as a manager after every game you lose like this? I don't know. He he seems to just... It's almost like he says that, oh, they're unlucky every single time. I think the tactics he uses and the way he talks about the defeats is what annoys the fans more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. With him. That makes sense. I think if he came out after the match and said, look, we were awful today, the players need to do better, and he started calling out the players more. Yeah. Which is always a dangerous thing to do. But there's something not right at Preston. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and even, you know what I mean? Even that connection there with Cork City, they were going to buy Cork City, and there's something going on there, all right? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's maybe it'll come over. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Uh, move on to Red and QPR 1 1 in this one as well. Um, bit of a derby game, this, I suppose you could say. Reading were uh, unlucky, yeah. QPR took the lead when Dykes tapped in, I don't know, about six yards out or something. Just before yeah. half time, Reading upped it in the second half. They had a goal ruled out for offside. 
Um, I didn't quite see it from the line. You probably saw it better than I did, Phil. Yeah. Obviously, it was a rebound. The defender ran in and tucked it away, but he was offside for the initial shot, I guess. I can't see the lines properly in the championship. So. Yeah. I mean, it looked close to me when I saw it. It looked on. Real time. It looked on. Yeah. But so, they did score like two minutes afterwards. They did. Uh, Mite, I think he scored three in the last three or four games since he, uh, yeah, since he came back from injury. The keeper was very poor. For the goal, yeah, for the goal, but Joe was put clean through as well, yeah. uh, rounded the keeper and then put it wide. Yeah, yeah. Um, his form has taken a dip the last few weeks for a guy yeah, that's the whole team is over 20 Maybe goals this, this season. This international break might actually help him this time, it might do, it might help Reading this time because, like I said, Joe is he must have over 20, he has over 20 goals this season, he oh, does, yeah. yeah. So that, that's not a chance he'd have missed a few weeks back, no. Um, Reading are going to need to do more, though, you'd say. Like you said, they were unlucky not to win yesterday. A few good saves as well. But they're now just three points ahead of Bournemouth who have the game in hand because yeah. they didn't play yesterday. QPR stay 12th in the table and you'd imagine they'll finish somewhere between like 12th and 14th this season. Yeah, they will, yeah. Which is kind of where we kind of thought they would be in the table at the start. Yeah, and they'll look to improve again next season. Like it's, That's an improvement kind of on last season in terms of they were in trouble for a while last season. Yeah. They yeah, were kind of clawed their way out of it at the end, playing well. So, you know, they'll be happy enough if they can finish, you know, 11, 12, 13th, and then next season look to push on. Definitely. Definitely. It's, um, yeah, I, look, I, I did say they were going to drop out Redden. No, they done well yesterday. They, they almost won the game. But look, I, I think it's only a matter of time before they nip out of that top six. And it'll be heartbreaking because they've been in it pretty much all season. But I'm looking at the likes of Bournemouth there, no lads. Um, game in hand, you know what I mean. Um, if they win that game, they're on sixty-two points, and they yeah. they nip ahead of Reading on goal difference, you know. So yeah, that's it, that's it. Um, move on, I suppose, to an awful match. Yeah, like the thing as well with this one, Stoke versus Derby. Derby hadn't had a shot at goal, not one shot at goal. No, nothing. Wolf match. Stoke, I think, had one effort in the first half. I think Stoke had 71 percent possession in the first yeah. half, and they had yeah. one effort. And Derby had nothing. It was just so bad. Derby have really, really hit rock bottom now at the moment. Yeah, it's it's kind of the issues we talked about a few weeks ago that Kaku had at the start of the season. They've loads of the ball, but they do nothing with it. Yeah. They don't create any good chances. Yeah, and the thing is now Kazim Richard looks burned out as well. Yeah. Um, the confidence definitely down the confidence, Steve. You know what I mean? There's just something, you know what I mean? They're they're lacking. They kind of got a bit of a high name, won a couple of games, but something, something happened, you know what I mean? Someone Someone must have jinxed the confidence, or you know what I mean. They're um, they just look like a team that you know they will not do nothing. I think from. they lost. They lost like three or four nil recently. That I'd say that that took it out of them. Hit them a bit, yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose the goal came from uh, Nicky Powell, who's probably the only good player on the pitch yesterday. Yeah. Um, picked out a really nice cross for Brown. Knight will be very disappointed. He just let him run on him. Yeah. He didn't really respond to the cross at all, and uh, Brown put it in. Um, like we said, Derby looks safe not long ago, and now they're in a massive relegation fight, especially with Rotherham and Sheffield Wednesday winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, I would say Obi, Obi McKell and Joe Allen were immense for Stoke. They were mm. brilliant. They were kind of a bit of a spark like the old days, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah Stoke are very good at home, but away from home, they're not good. They're very poor away from home. It's about 11 or 12. I think they're, they're, they're win out of five at home. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, they played better Stoke. They deserved to win, but. Again, they lack creativity themselves. Yesterday, other than Paul, you'd say was was the you know the really only creative player on the pitch all day. Yeah. Stoke, though, are going to have an interesting summer. I'd say their squad is very old. 
yeah, the area. Yeah. And you have a lot of players closer to the end of their careers than the beginning of it. It's going to be interesting to see what Stoke do in the summer with some of those older players, whether they're offering them new deals or you know, trying to move a few of them on and bring in some younger players. Yeah. Well, you look at the likes of Obi McKell and Joe Allen, like they could be out the gap. Like Joe Allen could go back to Swansea or he might go back to Cardiff or somewhere. Like Obi McKell, you just don't know, you know what I mean? Like Nick Powell, he'll probably there might be one or two teams there after him. Jacob Brown, not bad. Danny Bat, um Chester's gonna be around the block away. Like, but yeah, as you say, looks Stoke looks great on the CV, lads. Great club to play for. Yeah. Um yeah. no, we always have the stories about playing away. Georgie and the lads we always on about an away game in Stoke on Trent is not great because of the whole wind and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? You just wonder, but look, they need to invest. Um, now, will they have funds next year? We don't know after what that's happened. But yeah, it's just, um, if I was Stoke, I'd be going after like some, some of the big boys in the championship if they're not going to go for the Premier League. You know, like the likes of Adam Armstrong and, and, and Tony. But look, it's clear as daylight these guys are Premier League bound. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's going to be tricky from... Yeah. Very, very hard for Stoke, all right? Um, yeah, like I said, I don't think they have much money, but we'll see. They can't rely on, you know, the old lads are going to break down eventually, and they have so many of them. Yeah. They need to bring in younger players. Maybe they'll do it through loan deals from the Premier League. Who knows? Definitely. Something like that next season. Watford, Birmingham yesterday. Um, yeah, I, I actually team. thought Birmingham would be on a high after what happens. Yeah. But game. it was just one team way better than the other team, really, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Um, Pedro had a shot saved by Edridge early on the rebound fell to Cerna he took the way there was four minutes gone and Birmingham were in trouble once you can see that early yeah because it. then you've got to go for it a bit and Watford are so good at picking you off Chiloba exactly. um, made 2-0 from Gosling's cross on 55 minutes then pretty poor play in the midfield gave the ball to Gray a nice goal from Gray I enjoyed it ran clear loads of time to think about what he was going to do um, yeah. made it 3-0 uh, it was just one team were better five in a row now for Watford in terms of wins yeah. nine out of the last ten bit of control like we were talking earlier the second spot but those two tough games to end the season and Watford are one of those teams that are just not happy I'd say there's a break coming yeah exactly yeah. I was just going to say that like the next game now they'll probably draw or lose yeah, yeah. Uh, Birmingham real trouble though yeah despite the high I mean yeah, I thought they might do. I actually thought they might have got something out of this one. Yeah, but if you look at Rotherham, if you say Rotherham go above them, if Rotherham were to win two of those four games in hand, say Rotherham would only be three points ahead of Birmingham, which isn't that much. Yeah. Coventry are only one point ahead of Birmingham. You know, Derby aren't that far away from them. Huddersfield, who knows what Huddersfield are going to do for the last eight games of the season. Yeah, that's it, exactly. So, uh, yeah, yeah Palapau was really good again yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see like what these teams do when they do come back from the uh, international breaks. Yeah. Uh, because Watford are on such a high, they really don't want their players now to be going away, playing all over Europe. But yeah, you know, that's what when you're one of the big teams in the championships. Sadly, you tend to have a lot more internationals that do leave. So you know what I mean. And it's so it's like I know you touch basically, but it's so dangerous because like, they're all traveling to different parts of the world. You know what I mean. Yeah. All right. I suppose we move on to the big, big derby game. A few derbies yesterday, but the big one yesterday evening, uh, the Welsh derby, Swansea against Cardiff. Massive win for Cardiff as they're chasing the playoffs. They're four points off now after winning this. Two defeats in a week for Swansea, though. Um, 
Cardiff scored the only goal of the game through Aidan Flint after just eight minutes. And a, a stat for you here, Aidan Flint has 38 goals since 2014. That's the most by any defender in either the Premier League or any of the football leagues. Yeah. Nice, nice pass. Yeah, 38 goals from a defender. That's crazy. In seven seasons, across seven seasons, is some going. Unbelievable. You know, um, Cardiff looked really dangerous on all the set pieces, especially the long throws, which are always tough to defend. But more should have made it 2 yeah. 0. Like when it was chance. there for so early, and I thought it was going to be a good game, like proper yeah. going game. It looked by half time like Cardiff should have been 3 0 up, like really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they weren't. <laughs> and then Ayu hit the inside of the post for Swansea. Um, yeah, you know, Cardiff probably should have been ahead, like I said here, before they, uh, you know, taking their chances. But then Swansea, as you'd expect, piled on the pre- pressure. Didn't create an awful lot though. They were very good, but there was a lot of great defending from Cardiff, great blocks, especially by some of the defenders in there. Um, Whitaker had a bad miss. Low had an effort saved by Phillips when he found space box. Should have done better there, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Low because he was, you know, he somehow got himself on the ball, turned nicely, but just couldn't beat the goalkeeper. Yeah. Oh, Cardiff should be very happy with the week. Very, very happy, and it was a proper derby kind of feel to it, especially near the end of the game when the game was pretty much played inside in Cardiff's half for the last fifteen minutes. With the defenders were just throwing their bodies in front of everything. And uh, I suppose Mick will be delighted with that kind of commitment from the players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a huge fight, just again, pity there wasn't a crowd there because it would have just added a bit more. And to be honest, Swansea might have equalised if the crowd had been there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. You know, um, I suppose he got injured in this. What's that? Yeah. got injured this game. Yeah, that was that was kind of early on, wasn't it? Where he went off first pretty early. Minutes. First twenty minutes. Yeah. So I imagine he's going to be pulled out of the Ireland squad now. Um, you you feel for Stephen Kenny, lads, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky, yeah. too, as manager of all time, I'd say. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and again, if if Horan's missing, um, like we don't know how bad the injury is, but it's bad enough to take him off the pitch pretty early on. Yeah. So yeah. who knows? Might have been a precaution. Who knows what it was. But uh, if he's missing for a few games for Swansea, he's been really good for them since he came in. So he'll be a huge loss. Yeah, huge loss. Especially for that title. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, again, maybe it's a good time for a break for Swansea after losing two games in a week. Yeah. Yeah, a break is definitely going to help them. Yeah. Like they, as you said, so we've seen them in, the, in that third position and they're like, you know what I mean? They had an opportunity to break into that top two. Um yeah. But they haven't took advantage of that. So, you know, I mean, how how is their confidence staying in? You know, like obviously they're they're looking good to stay in the playoffs and all that. But look, it's it's um, yeah, it's a major blow in the camp. I'd say a lot of them are grinding their teeth now as we speak. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be an interesting one. And like we said again, their last game of the season is against Watford. So if they're within touching distance in that last game, it could be it could be some final day at both the top yeah. and the bottom. Yeah, it'll be huge. You know what I mean? Like yet again, you look at that top six. Norwich have deservedly been the team of the season. Do you know what I mean? Um, Watford, you know what I mean? They took an awful dip in form. They turned it around. I guess they all just had to look around in, in the dressing room and seeing who's what. Yeah. Like they, they have the quality to be to be in the Premier League. No problem. Yeah. Swansea or Tor, obviously, you know what I mean? They they have a game in hand, but that game in hand doesn't bring them into that second spot. Brentford, you know what I mean? I really worry for Brentford. You know what I mean? If they're in another yeah. playoff. 
Yeah, I mean, they couldn't keep it up. I mean, they were unbeaten for what, from October until the middle of February or something. Yeah, they went 27 yeah. games or something. I mean. Like, they were always not going to be able to keep that up. So they have dropped off a little since then, though. Um, yeah, they'll yeah. be disappointed again. Good time for Brentford to be taking a break, probably. Yeah, yeah, and even um, even Barnsley, like you know, Barnsley had a surprise path of the season. Like you yeah. look at like Bournemouth just on the edge for that game in hand. They they win their next game, they leapfrogging you know into sixth. Like if you look yeah. at the top six, you're probably saying to yourself, right, look, that's probably realistically what you know what we said at the start of the season. Look, these are the teams that will be in the top six. But Cardiff are still on the chase. You know, yeah. just just an opportunity for Borough, even yeah. Millwall. There, like you know what I mean? If, yeah. if it's crazy, it's it's absolutely crazy. But that's why we love the championship. Yeah. I mean, it can all change in the next five games. Yeah. Like yeah. if teams, you know, if some team loses three of those five and another team wins all five of them. Exactly. Like things can change so fast. Um, I think the only thing that's almost certain when it comes to the championship at the minute is that Wickham are going to be relegated and that Norwich are going to be promoted. Yeah. 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 Look, other than that, everything is up for grabs, I think. Yeah, Norwich have been brilliant, lads. Look, they, they haven't been, you know what I mean? They haven't been tubbing teams yet, 9 nil. You know, no. like Blackburn throughout the season were were so good, and we thought Blackburn here looked like a different kettle of fish altogether. Like, but yeah, like Nor- Norwich have been immense. Obviously, Wickham do look like they're going to go down. It's going to break my heart. But like, yet again, you talk about that that bottom three. You're looking at it right now, and you just can't see what's going to happen because obviously, Bournemouth and Coventry will probably end up in that twenty second spot. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that could happen, and like we said, Huddersfield could win six of their last eight games, and they could easily lose six of their last eight games as well. Exactly. (laughs) So, you don't know, and even Preston. I mean, if Preston don't turn the form around soon, they could be dragged down into it. They shouldn't be because there's like a good few teams between them and the bottom, but you never know. Yeah, exactly. It's, It's going to be, I suppose, after another two, three games, we'll have a better picture of how it's going to shape up, especially once Rodham start playing those games in hand. But yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think Norwich as well playing into their hands as well as the fact that this group of players has been promoted before. They're not going to panic, you know. It's, yeah. They always say it's the hardest thing to do is get over the finish line, but they've done it before. They know how to do it. They're they're not going to panic about it. No, So um, yeah, we just have a look back. So your favorite goal of the week? I'm going to say Jordan Rose's header. Yeah, yeah. I got one. The first one. The first one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go for Andre Gray. I just like the way that he he took the ball and just ran from the halfway line with it, basically. Um, not the, the hardest goal he's ever going to score, but... There wasn't that many really stellar ones. Not many brilliant goals, no. But what I liked about Gray one is he had, like, about 40 yards to think about what he was going to do with it. And sometimes you can have too much time and you blast it wide or try to be too clever with it. So I enjoyed it. The best team display, team performance? Um, i say Sheffield Wednesday, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday, they did well. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it to Cardiff. Just, yeah, just for the defending alone in the the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think for me, definitely, yeah, uh, Sheffield Wednesday. And obviously, it was it was a John Rose show. You know what I mean? He really sparked them. Yeah, that's why yeah. that's where the local next derby. Say Jordan Rhodes is the player of yeah. the week. Player of the week, Jordan Rhodes for you. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I I give it to him too. Like two goals for the first time in over two years. But he was just really, was just really, really good in general. The whole, the whole play with him was superb. Yeah, he was very good, and they need that. They need that. And I suppose um, any shots. Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday. Is all around Wednesday. I mean, given, well, given the form both teams were in, it would be kind of a shock, really. 
Yeah. So that's it, guys. Um, international games are coming up, sadly. So we're going to be on a break ourselves yeah. uh, until after the internationals, and then we'll be back. And it's going to be some exciting last eight games to the season. Yeah. Bring a lot so uh, again, Bring thanks, everyone. Yeah, uh, just thank everyone again for this. Fast paced April because it's going to be a match every four days. Match every four days because they've got to get it finished because they they have to do the playoffs after the season as well, which is another three games. So, yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, we'd just like to thank everyone who was listening and the people who shared it around and all that. And um, so thanks everyone for that. And we will be back with you in a couple of weeks' time after the internationals. Cheers. Thanks, guys.